I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Well, wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this, talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. Hi, I'm Shanti. And I'm Lynx. And you're listening to Muses. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Muses and Stuff. Yeah, this one I'm really excited to release. We got a great conversation with none other than Devin Crimson. Uh, Devin is a model, an actress, she's a fashion muse, a writer, she's a dancer, she's based out of Chicago. Yeah, and on top of that, she's a social media manager for Pamela DeBar's fashion brand, Groupie U. She has got a lot going on. She has her own amazing YouTube channel, and you can find it by just going to Devin Crimson on YouTube. She does all kinds of really cool tutorials. She has videos like her morning routine, and there's always amazing music playing in the background. She's super inspiring. Yeah, and uh, she also just launched her first Etsy site, Modern Muse, which is exactly what she is. Very fitting name, so you can check that out as well. She's got some great jewelry pieces up. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy the interview. We really had a lot of fun talking to Devin, and we can't wait to continue to talk with her in the future. Enjoy the show.
Devin. Hey, what's up? Not much. We're just um, hanging out, doing some planning, talking about future, and just really looking forward to speaking with you today. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. I really love this podcast, so this is like a true honor. Oh, thank oh, you. Yeah, we're big fans of yours as well, and uh, your online presence is just awesome and take uh, inspiration from you and your vintage clothes and looks and yeah you're just uh, you're amazing oh thank you (laughs) I was chatting with a friend today and uh, I was telling him that we were doing an interview and he's like oh who's it with and I was like actually it's a modern muse Ah. I started talking about you and saying all of the things that um that you do and he's like that sounds amazing so you know it's I don't know if it like, it's not often that we do the modern news, but I can't think of anybody who better represents that. So, oh, welcome well, to the show. Thank yeah, thanks so much. I'm so excited to be here. Um, so, could you introduce yourself to our listeners? Um, my name is Devin Crimson. I have an Instagram account and a YouTube, and that's kind of like what got me started. And now I'm doing some designs that I sell on on Etsy. But otherwise, I just kind of like make videos and do things based around like 60s and 70s fashion and makeup and rock and roll, all that good stuff. So you're an entrepreneur, you are this like online gem and you offer all of these amazing things, tutorials, you just, yeah, we'll get into all of that. We have questions that address every single one of those, so let's, uh, yeah, let's jump in. Yeah. When did your passion for 60s and 70s culture begin? It definitely started um, when I first got into the Beatles, and I first got into the Beatles when I heard Hey Jude, and that was the summer going into my sophomore year of high school, and I was just moving schools back home to Wisconsin, and so it was kind of like the perfect time to just recreate myself, I thought, and really dive into it if this is what I wanted to do, and I thought, why not? So, yeah. So it started with the music first, and then came the looks. Yeah, definitely. The music inspired everything. That's so interesting because there will be times where we'll go out or we'll be going to an event or something and we'll put on more like 60s or 70s inspired looks, but it's not something that I personally live every day. And when I see people who are, that is just them, I think that's really neat. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of like dressing up in costume every day, but that's just what my mom always kind of described my style as. So I've always been kind of more eccentric with my dressing, I guess, in that sort of a sense. But yeah, definitely the music inspired me to take it to more of like a vintage style. Do you get a lot of random people on the street commenting on your looks? Yeah, yesterday I just wore more of like a country-inspired outfit out, and I was just in the store, and I got a lot of compliments, and some little kids were like, oh, howdy, that's the sheriff. <laughs> she looks like she's from Texas, and I think that's just hilarious. If I can just make somebody smile, that's that's the goal. Yeah, that's so adorable. I love it. Um, who are your muses? Oh, so many. Oh, my gosh. Definitely Patty Boyd and Pamela DeVars, of course. Um, besides those two, I really love Patty Smith. I've been super into Susie Quattro lately and also Debbie Harry. So Nice. Getting a little more, like, 
gritty rock and roll there. Yeah, I love that kind of just um, energy, how they're so fearless and just really out there. That's what I want to take more in, so I'm trying to I'm trying to learn more of that from them. Yeah, they're totally badass. And speaking of Pamela DeBar, why don't you tell us about your connection with her? Well, I am the social media coordinator for her clothing line, Group U, and we're currently working on doing some new designs and getting some new launches up. So right now we're not selling, but I run the Instagram, and I'm posting over there all the time and kind of just get things set up for how we want to release when we have new lines coming out. I've done a little bit of designing for them, but also... Um, just kind of becoming more of like a friend of Pamela. Like I went to her writing class when she was here in Chicago, and that was so unbelievably cool. I couldn't even believe that I was meeting her when I saw her. And now I'm going to L.A., and I've got something cool in store for when I go there with her. That's so exciting. I remember meeting her for the first time and seeing that there were girls who were friendly with her and thinking, I can't wait until that's me someday because I was just almost starstruck when I first met her. So it's it's wild that not like we're all friends now. And now she has a podcast on our network. We share a network. Oh, yeah, that's right. She just started that, didn't she? That's Mm -hmm. amazing. So good. She totally deserves a podcast. So interesting. So many stories. Well, she came on ours, and I I told her, I said, Pamela, you need your own podcast. And she's like, all right, set it up, honey. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. Yeah, I loved that episode. When are you heading out to L.A.? I am heading there the 22nd of this month, so pretty soon, actually. It's coming up fast. Oh, I'll be in Vegas on the 26th. I'll have just missed you. Oh, yeah, because are you going for the doll con? Yep. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I wish I could have made it to that. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm missing out on that one as well this time, but Shanti will post tons of stuff. <laughs> and this episode yes. comes out on the 18th, too, so it's perfect, so listeners who aren't following you already can follow you and your L.A. adventures as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm so excited. Well, you're doing a great job at um, being the social media. You said, like, rep? Is that what you call it for Green yeah. Like the yeah. managing the coordinator. The coordinator. It's a beautiful site. It's a beautiful, like, the photos are amazing. And then yours as well is just absolutely amazing. Like your Instagram is something else. Oh, it's just, I just. Hi, Candy. Thank you so much. It's a lot of fun. It's definitely one of my passions and kind of like an outlet for creativity. Another outlet of yours is your YouTube channel. Uh, you have a lot of great videos where, you you know, you do like styling, hair, makeup. You also have some great episodes, episodes, uh, videos where uh, like Q&A videos as well. Um, some of my favorite uh pieces of yours was when you did Edie Sedgwick and when you did like the GTOs look and of course Patty Boyd. Uh, I was curious, do you, who do you plan on covering next and how do you choose which muses you want to, you know, recreate? I have a whole list actually in my notebook of people that I want to recreate their looks of. I already did um, George Harrison, which I, I need to edit one. yet. That was so fun because I don't want to do just girls. It's kind of fun to dress up like, you know, whatever. I don't I don't really care too much about, like, guy or girl. I don't, yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me really. So 
Um, I also want to do Sharon Tate. I've had just a lot of requests, so whenever somebody requests something, I try to write it down so that I can get to it because there's so many so many different looks and so many different styles from that era. I think that, um, yeah, I mean, you, it's just hard to stick to one. So Sharon Tate's for sure one. I want to do Jane Birkin. Nice. Yeah, and I mean, there's so many. I For another guy, one... Uh, David Bowie would be a must. I'd like to do a Mark Bolin inspired look as well. Hell so yeah, <laughs> yeah, glam rock, gotta do it. I can picture the wig already. Right? Oh my so gosh, good. so okay. curly, <sighs> beautiful curls. Oh, I good so for dreamy. you. Like, um, you know, just doing both genders. And I thought that the George Harrison one was really playful. So it I'm looking so forward fun to, to do. Them. Yes, I'm so excited to put that one up. Oh, that's yeah, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, that's a that's an awesome undertaking, like to begin the YouTube channel. What advice would you have for anybody out there who's maybe thinking of starting one themselves? My advice would be to just do it. Like I, I thought a lot about it at first, and that doesn't really do anything because you're going to start thinking like, oh, am I, do I have the right equipment? Am I good enough for doing this? And it doesn't really matter. Like looking back at old videos, even just the little bit that I've been on YouTube, I feel like I've gotten so much more comfortable in front of the camera and uh, better with my editing. And so it doesn't really matter. Like people are going to watch no matter what. So just get doing it. You're going to get better and stick to it really. Sticking to it is a big thing as well. That's amazing, for sure. When we started the podcast, it didn't even have a theme song. We just got right into it. Yeah, and that's the way to do it. There are some people that will be that would be like, I would never do that. It's just not professional. And it was like, well, you know what? It was what we had at the time. And um, it was almost better to just do it than to overthink it and not do it at all. You know, I think with podcasting and videos, like, it's not a song that you go back and you work and you rework and you rework until it's absolutely perfect. It's almost like done is better than. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Making do with what you have. That's what it's all about. Do you currently like have a team for that or are you doing your own editing? I do my own editing. I um, switch between my computer and Andrew's computer because my computer just has iMovie and he has Final Cut Pro, which is a little bit better for some kind of more like special effects kind of editing, I guess. Speaking of Andrew, why don't you tell us a little bit about him and his band? Andrew is my boyfriend, and he does a couple of different bands. He does uh, George Harrison, actually, and a couple Beatles tribute bands. He does uh, Tom Fogarty in a CCR tribute band, and then he also has his own personal band, Abley House, which is actually his YouTube channel as well, and they post their original music on there as well as Beatles covers because all of his friends are also in Beatles tribute bands, so they get down to the nitty-gritty and uh, try to get, like, exactly with how they recorded, like, the sound and the instruments that they use, so it's pretty it's pretty much the best place in my opinion maybe i'm biased mm. but um it's really for awesome. learning the some Vito so songs cool. yeah is that the yeah, music that we're hearing in your videos the best. yeah yeah that is so smart it's such a plus really <laughs> because otherwise you don't really have much to choose from unless you're going to get copyright so 
Yeah. Um, thank guys, goodness for Andrew. <laughs> you guys seem like a match made in heaven right there. Uh, yeah, very lucky. Do you have any sort of influence on what they're going to cover next? I have a lot of requests, and um, he's mainly sticking to Beatles stuff right now and just kind of, like, going in order and also uh, depending on what instruments he has at the time because he also is um, borrowing instruments from other people because he doesn't have every single Beatles guitar. So he's kind of just going with what he has at the moment, but I have requests, and he's getting to them, luckily. The photos you post of you guys together are always so beautiful, and you both kind of look like you just stepped out of, like, 1968 or something, and I love it. It's, you guys are great. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. I'm very lucky to have him. We want to take a minute to tell you about ForHers.com, a new women's wellness brand putting your body back in your control. Getting birth control is a hassle, but For Hers puts the purchasing power back in your hands. No more booking time off to go to an in-person doctor's appointment, pharmacy lines, or insurance company on hold music. In every way possible, For Hers would like to take the hassle off your plate. How fantastic is that? I know for me, I either have to book an appointment after 5 o'clock because of working throughout the work week, and that means sometimes booking weeks in advance or taking a day off work to get the job done. Yeah, who has time for that? Everybody's body is different, so For Hers offers 10 well-known birth control options. Whether you are already taking birth control or have no idea where to start, For Hers connects you to a doctor online who can help determine the option that works best for you. An online doctor. Brilliant. Yes. Our listeners can get their first month of birth control from ForHers.com for just $5 right now while supplies last and subject to doctor approval. See website for full details. Go to ForHers.com slash muses. That's F-O-R-H-E-R-S dot com slash muses. Restrictions apply, so see website for full details and safety information. Well, it's so cool because... Um, you know, I, I can just imagine all of the people who are following you and watching you, like regardless of what age they are, you really do that nice mixture of the past, but also bringing it very current and into the present. So, you know, sometimes people, they might have that idea of like, well, this just doesn't exist anymore. Those relationships, that that was just only something that you're seeing in Almost Famous. It's not real. But like, look, it. It is. You can still have the rock star boyfriend. You can still be this, like, badass, like, woman on your own terms. And it's just, like, the best of both worlds. Yeah, I think, you're, you know, your life is really what you make of it. And so you just have to get out there and really just do what you want to do and make things happen. It's up to you, ultimately. Absolutely. Do you play any instruments? I do not. Um, I'm kind of trying to learn the bass right now because I'd really like to start doing something like performing-wise again. I used to do a lot of acting and singing when I was younger, but I kind of fell out of it for a while, and I'd really just love to get back on that. So I'm picking up the bass as somewhere to start. That's a wonderful idea. It's really never too late. I think we kind of get to a point where we go, you know, uh, imagine where I would have been if I would have started when I was 10 years old or, you know, and like, oh, it's too late now. But that's not true. You pick it up any time. My aunt is um, 70 years old and she's just started taking piano lessons. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's never too late. That That's such a sad thing to 
think or say. I mean, you know, you have all this time still, no matter what. Yeah, always be open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, learning and new experiences. I'm currently working on manifesting my dream home. I mean, the one that I have right now is absolutely amazing, but I'm currently manifesting a, you know, an actual like house in the country kind of thing, and I can't wait to have a piano there because I grew up playing the piano, and I haven't been able to, you know, sit down with a book, with, you know, and really bang out on the piano in a long time, and I think that would be something that would really add to my life. Oh, that would be so nice, a house in the country, too. Wow. Yeah, not too far outside of the city, so if I still have to come in, um, you know, I can I can definitely do that. Have you done much work with, like, um, the power of manifestation or affirmations or anything like that? Oh, I definitely do. Yeah. Every morning I try to take a little bit of time to meditate, and that's kind of when I do, like, my manifestations and um, gratitude, all that jazz really helps just to kind of put things in perspective and realize what you have and helps you be thankful and also just helps you be excited for the future because good things are coming. That's so true. I loved your morning routine uh, video. It reminded me of, and it made me feel like I can't wait to be doing that more myself, you know, once I sort of wrap up um, teaching every day of the week. Oh, yeah, yeah. To sort of get that me time back. But so trying to just, um, you know, insert those gratitude practices and things like that as much as possible everywhere, it definitely makes a difference. Um, I noticed in your morning uh, routine video that you are an ambassador for, correct me if I'm wrong, is it CBD oil? Yeah, yeah, it is. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, um, they just had contacted me, and I had been looking into getting some for a while. It's uh, The company is Infinite CBD, and they said that they would love to partner with me, and I really love CBD oil and everything that that stands for because recently I've just been really dealing with some anxiety issues, and um, I didn't have oil before, but my friend just had, like, physical CBD, like, the plant with the THC extracted from it and so we would smoke that and that seemed to help my anxiety insane amounts and so then also when I had went to LA and I had been having like really bad cramps and back pains and my friend had some oil and so I rubbed that on there and it miraculously like really took away the cramps and I don't like taking Tylenol or Advil or anything like that I just I'm not a really big pill kind of a person. I try to steer clear of that on all terms. Um, So this was really just super helpful. And now I have it at home, and I just put it in my coffee in the morning. And I haven't been struggling with my morning anxiety like I had before. I used to just kind of wake up feeling super anxious about the day and really about nothing at all. But it's, it's helped me manage it. So it's been a true godsend. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. 
Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. It's amazing how how much it does help. Shanti and I were actually just talking about that like 20 minutes before we started chatting with you. Um, you know, the benefits of CBD and... I've never experienced it myself. I've never used it. Oh, really? Really. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I use it every month when I have, you know, killer cramps and... Yeah. The, it's, it's, it makes a world of difference. For sure. I was so surprised. Yeah, really. Yeah. I didn't think that it worked that well, but it was... It's pretty immediate, too, and normally when I'm on my period like that and getting cramps like that, I can't even move. I just have to go and lay down pretty much for a full day. Yeah, but I'm exactly the same. I'm exactly the same. So yeah. it is nice to find something that works so well and is, you know, good for you. It's better for you than, like you said, taking random pills and everything. Yeah, those mess up your stomach so bad, too. So this is just... Because with my anxiety, I get stomach issues, so I don't want to be taking, like, a Tylenol or something like that. So this is just the best of everything. Do you have any other self-care rituals? Um, Besides just, like, washing my face and, like, using masks, um, I wouldn't say, like, self-care in that kind of, like, an aspect too much. I'm pretty minimalist when it comes to that but I definitely love going outside and doing yoga that is my favorite it's finally warm enough here that I can do that I was outside this morning and it just totally changes my day around um, but in the winter time I just try to do it next to a window but that's probably my number one self-care is doing yoga Shanti knows all about that <laughs> I'm um trying to get links to sort of come to the light side and to do it yes. as well. I want to so bad. I want to, yeah. you got to teach me. Well, you know what? I've actually been a little bit neglectful of my own practice just because it was such a tough winter and, you know, yeah, Canadian winter can be really tough. But what Chicago I... Chicago winter. Yeah. yeah. What I have been taking advantage of, though, has been um, my benefits, which, you know, if I'm not going to be teaching anymore, um, I'm really using them up for the next couple of months. So I see an osteopath. I do acupuncture. I oh. have a chiropractor. Actually, I met her for the first time last week, and she gave me better advice in 30 minutes than I got all year seeing a psychotherapist. I was like, hello, angel. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I would love to try acupuncture. Oh, yeah. It's, so I went in and I said, look, I'm like coming off this winter and um, I'm not going to be drinking a lot or at all for the next couple of weeks or months. And I just want to do, you know, some detoxifying. And she's like, great, we will pinpoint some things. We'll get your organs, uh, you know, woken up and we'll get the 
detoxifying process starting and also because um, teaching just does a number on my nervous system. Just my nervous system is at just this level that I can't even really describe unless, like, you live it every day. But Mm -hmm. I think ultimately, like, it... um, is having a negative effect on my health. So another thing that she's doing is just trying to va- to balance my, I don't know if it's autonomic nervous system, but one of the nervous systems. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for our healthcare for sure. Um, just one more question about the brand um, ambassador thing. Are there any other kind of companies that you... I guess, are the ambassador for, and how does that kind of work? So I I feel like that's something that's really interesting and fascinating, and um, now there's more options than ever for, like, young women who want to be their own bosses and have their own brands and run their own companies. Is it something that you approach brands? Do they approach you? Is it kind of both? I think that there's kind of both. It depends on the brand. So this one specifically had approached me, but I know – Um, Some companies just allow you to fill out an application form on their website and then they'll approve um, you based off of, I don't know, whatever they're looking for, like uh, your maybe engagement rate on your social media or just your content that you're putting out. And uh, one of them that I know for sure that does that is Daisy LA, which is a really cool clothing company based out of LA. And they do a lot of like female empowerment kind of um, branding stuff so that's something really to look into they're great and I know that you can just fill out the form on their website and but otherwise um, yeah I think it's just probably like a mix of the two it is really great um, it's a nice way to make money online and really just kind of do what you love by posting and sharing a brand that you're supporting and can really back behind That's it, just being your authentic self and just being, you know, getting paid and there's nothing wrong with that and there's nothing wrong with wanting money and doing these things that you really believe in so you can really live your best life. Yeah, exactly. It's just important to, yeah, like believe in what you're doing and believe in the company and what you're kind of putting out there because in the end you are telling these people that you support this company. So that's always something to think about. So taking it back to Group EU, uh, something Shanti and I t- discuss on uh, the podcast quite often is, you know, the term groupie and how that's evolved over the years. And I was just curious, what does the word groupie mean to you? To me, um, groupie just means really loving and supporting the band and the music. And I, you could probably be a groupie for anything like not even just a band but it's just about like an unconditional love and support and willingness to put yourself to the side and maybe like take one for the team whether it's like helping loading gear or getting food or that kind of a thing just being helpful and having willingness to uh, put yourself off to the side for that yeah part of the support system yeah definitely and being a friend too Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're a modern muse. If you could go back in time and be a muse for any band from the 60s or the 70s, which which scene would you want to be involved in? Which bands would you have loved to have connected with? 
I would have loved to have connected with the Kinks, like 60s-wise. Yeah, Dave Davies and Ray are just so, so cool and so adorable. So definitely them. But probably, like, my favorite would be Alice Cooper. I love the Alice Cooper group. And, yeah, he's my favorite. So I'd probably pick him. And I just love how, like, outrageous and kind of avant-garde their style and their shows were, how they took, like, a lot of theater kind of aspects and put it into their live shows. I can picture you as part of the GTOs. Oh, I would love that. Oh, my gosh, yes. Their picture with Alice Cooper is hanging in my kitchen, actually. Oh, I love that one. I have that one as well. That was such an unexpected answer. I love that. I love Alice. So amazing. Interesting. Yeah, it was. it's fun to hear Miss Mercy talk about um, how they inspired the look. Yes, that is so amazing. Right. Mm -hmm. It totally makes sense, too. Once I had found that out, I didn't know for the longest time, and then I was like, oh, well, now I see it. That's been said to me. It seems so obvious. Absolutely. At ModCloth, there's no such thing as an ordinary outfit. Crafted by a team of in-house designers, their signature styles include hand-drawn prints, standout silhouettes, and an inclusive size range that celebrates all women. Inclusivity, celebrating women. That sounds right up our alley. You know it. Spring has officially sprung at ModCloth. Discover everything from fun florals and stripes to easy, one-and-done looks like rompers and jumpsuits. Their collection of fresh, feminine, and wearable styles makes getting ready a breeze. We're heading to L.A. soon, and they have some incredible bathing suits that range in size from extra, extra small to 4X. I'm definitely going to get one. Yeah, I can see you in that, like, vintage. I cannot wait. Do you know what I mean? That vintage-style polka dot bathing suit? They're great for that. Are you heading to a wedding this summer? Well, I am, and I've already spotted a dress that I will be ordering for that very occasion. ModCloth believes fashion should celebrate all women. That's why they're expanding their size range from 00 to 28. Got a question about fit? Their team of mod stylists can hook you up with complimentary sizing and styling help. I've been wearing ModCloth for years and have loved everything I've purchased. I used to have this incredible faux leather jacket that I wore throughout my entire four years at university. It used to make me feel really cool, and I got complimented on it constantly. Um, It had this amazing 70s vibe, and it's actually what attracted me to ModCloth in the first place. It's kind of retro and vintage styles and amazing colors and patterns. I love their stuff so much. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com and enter code MUSES at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires July 6, 2019. So that's to get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter code MUSES at checkout. What is your current dream concert? Oh, I would love to see Fleetwood Mac. I've recently been super into them, so I would love to actually see them live. I just saw a tribute band the other night, and they were great as well. But the real thing would be absolutely amazing. Right now. I know. They were just in Chicago, too. I cannot believe I missed it. I didn't even hear about it. I think they're here tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I would totally go. I just saw somebody we know on Facebook yes, just I post a picture, too. front row. She got front row tickets. 
Oh my gosh. Gift. Yeah. Wow. What an amazing gift. I know. Good for her. Um, so we've used those the words modern muse many times today. Um, and you've just done something very recently with a modern muse Etsy account. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm starting to call my business. And it's all based off of music and rock and roll in 60s and 70s fashion. Honestly, and I was I'm calling you that before we saw this, so it's just wild how it's aligned. Like, it couldn't have been more funny. perfect. Oh, my gosh. That is really perfect. I love that. Go on. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of making jewelry, and it's all very much inspired by, uh, definitely inspired by the GTOs and Pamela, and just kind of like the rock and roll scene and putting my own kind of a fun twist on it. So I just started really yesterday I started the Etsy and posted um, some earrings that I'm putting up for sale some keychains and also necklaces and the earrings and necklaces sold out last night so that was a very pleasant so surprise amazing. wow yeah, I really couldn't believe it so I before this I was hard at work trying to get out orders and everything because I did not expect that <laughs> well we'll make sure to put a link up uh, on our site so people oh, can check you. out all your jewelry as well. For people who follow you and are obsessed with your vintage looks, uh, do you have tips when it comes to vintage shopping? And how long did it take you to co collect such an incredible wardrobe? Well, I've kind of been collecting since I had first gotten into the Beatles, which, like I said before, was a sophomore year going into that. So it's been like six years, I think-ish, that it's taken me to really get where I am. And I don't really get rid of clothes too often. I like to hold on to things. Uh, that's one of my downfalls, but also mm -hmm. one of my advantages in this situation. So um, I mostly just thrift. I like that the best because I really like going out and finding the items myself versus like going into a vintage store, which is still a lot of fun because a lot of times you can find things easier or just really cool pieces because the shop owners work really hard to curate nice selections for you. But I personally like thrifting and I like finding like a deal and the satisfaction of finding that one item maybe amongst like a hundred others that just are, aren't really that fantastic. But then you find that one thing and it's just totally worth the whole hunt. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm jealous of your wardrobe as well, Shanti. You have some pretty awesome, you have some great vintage pieces. Well, you know what? A lot of them have been passed down from my great aunt Cecil, who is like one of the most fashionable women I've ever met, even though she lived in a very rural town in northern Ontario. Like, I'm going to live here, but I'm going to look good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh. That's awesome. Devin, um, can we ever see you doing an 80s era? Or would you ever do like a 90s or like a 20s butterfly clips? Any other oh. eras you'd love to get into? Um, well, I do. I like 80s punk, so I would be down yeah. to do something like that. But um, I used to really actually like 80s style a lot before I even liked 60s and 70s vintage. I just kind of thought like the whole like huge hair and kind of being like super gaudy was really fun. And I loved high-waisted pants and everybody used to think I was super weird for that. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, they've come back in fashion, so it goes to show that they're, they're timeless. But I think I would also, I would give 90s a try. I have a couple 90s pieces, 
but I like 90s because they did like a 60s kind of a twist to a lot of things but just like super funky and out there so I, I'm down for 90s looks and I like that that's kind of becoming more of a trend because it just looks really cute and I like people doing different stuff so it's always interesting to see even if I personally don't want to wear it. So if listeners want you to try a certain 90s look they can send a suggestion your way of something oh, yeah. awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start thinking. <laughs> Yeah, I would totally be down to try anything. Um, you know, you mentioned that you've been inspired, of course, by Pamela and the GTOs. And it's wild to think how many things have sprouted because of her. So not only do we have, you know, like the modern muse, when we were creating this podcast, we talked to her and basically got her blessing before we did the podcast. Um, And then you have Starseed, who's doing Starseed magazine and who does all those fun Instagram stories about who would play who in a groupie biopic and things like (laughs) that. And and obviously you're following just the, the amount of followers and engagements that you have clearly show that this is a very, like, interesting niche. And it's maybe even coming, it used to be, like, a smaller niche, and it feels like it's just, it's still growing and growing, and people are interested. Oh, yeah. It is very interesting to watch it grow and see how it's becoming more and more popular. And even just, like, starting a YouTube, like, I didn't think that it would be that interesting because I didn't think that that many people would be interested in 60s and 70s looks, but it has proved me wrong. And I think that... Um, movies like Bohemian Rhapsody are kind of helping to help the whole, like, 60s and 70s counterculture, like, take off more. Yeah, bringing it back to the mainstream. Right, and a lot of, like, younger kids are messaging me and saying, like, that they want to start dressing 60s and 70s and that they love Bohemian Rhapsody, and I've just been hearing a lot about that. So I think that that's definitely helped to bring that more into popular culture. That's so cool. I like... Anything that, you know, brings new education to kids and make them discover music that maybe they wouldn't have discovered before or looks fashion-wise and things like that. Exactly. Yeah, we kind of shit on Bohemian Rhapsody um, quite a bit, but you make a really good point. And that if that good is going to come out of it, then cool. Right. That's how I try to look at it, too. There was a lot of inaccuracies, which... Yeah, I mean, that's just Hollywood, I feel like, and it's unfortunate, but it's cool that people are back into Queen, and it's kind of becoming more of like a trending band again, I saw on like Apple Music, so that's great, and it's great to have other people celebrating and remembering Freddie Mercury for the amazing talent that he was. Mm -hmm. Well said. So do you get out to shows often? Are there any current bands that you want to mention to help promote? Oh, yeah. Um, some of my favorite bands are pretty local. Um, Lucille Furs is from Chicago originally. A couple of the guys have moved out to L.A., but they are super cool. They've got a really nice psychedelic 60s sound and very just dreamy lyrics. They are a fantastic set of guys. Also, probably my favorite modern band would be Blackfoot Gypsies, which is outside or based out of Nashville, Tennessee, and they do more kind of 
Stones 70s rock and roll inspired, I feel like, but they are super cool. They all dress amazing too, and they're just such great guys. I love, love, love their music. And they're going to be coming out with a new album soon as well, so that is something to look forward to. Oh, great. Thanks for the recommendations. As much yeah. as we're very much into, you know, the rock and roll past, it's really important to support and keep listening to rock and roll present. Yeah, and it's great when you find somebody that you can really love and, like, relate to when you are so connected to, like, more classic rock. Fantastic. So, Devin, where would you like this journey to take you? What are your dreams? Oh, I have so many dreams. I kind of keep it pretty ambiguous because I don't like to try and set one path too much because I just like to kind of see where things go and how life takes me along. But I have a couple of ideas of where I'd like to go, and I'd love to be a radio DJ for Sirius XM someday. That would be like an ultimate dream, like Little Stevens Underground Garage. Hell yeah. Insane. Oh, my gosh. Michael DeVar is on there, too, and love I love him. listening to him. Yeah, he's, he's so, so great. He's got so, like, oh, he just has the best messages always, and on his Instagram lives as well. He's so inspiring. He is, yeah. Very positive man. Yeah, I yes. want to go do Pilates with his wife, too, when we go visit. Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I would... I'd love to start performing again, like I said before, and wherever that would take me. Um, I'd love to continue designing and grow my line and maybe do, like, clothes someday as well. There's just a lot of options and a lot of routes that I could see myself going, and I'd be really happy with whatever way life takes me, really. That's beautiful, and you have all of the talent and all of the drive, and you believe in yourself, and we believe in you. So really looking forward. Well, first of all, congratulations on all of your success so far, and I just can't wait to see everything else that keeps happening for you. It's absolutely inspiring and beautiful. Thank you so much. That really means a lot. Yeah, really excited to check out your LA adventures and, you know, keep track of all the cool things that happen in your life yeah i'm so excited to see everybody i'm going to try to do some vlogging like better than i did last time that i was out there so fingers crossed and maybe show some insides of the work that i'm doing out there with miracle eye this is amazing so that would be fun to share with everybody too oh i can't wait to see that yeah Lynx and i took some video from our nashville trip last summer and that's almost ready to put that out but even just doing that one sort of travel vlog it's like we know exactly what to do next for the LA one that we do and I like that our paths are kind of sort of on a on a similar thing and I can't wait to come and jump in on yours and you're going to come in and jump in on ours and one and day yes. oh, yeah well. oh yeah they already are right now sure. <laughs> yeah we'll meet up soon I can feel it it's going to happen I'm so excited Sure. Is there anything that we missed that we didn't mention that you want to talk about that you want listeners to know, or did we pretty much cover it? I feel like it's pretty much well covered. Perfect. Great. Yeah. Now people are dying to check out your Instagram and your website and all that stuff. So could you tell them where to go? My Instagram is Devin Crimson, and that is also my YouTube channel, so that's pretty easy. And then my Etsy shop is also The Modern Muses. Fantastic. Okay. Well, 
Thank you so much for being on today, and I'm really looking forward to releasing this. And I feel like probably our listeners already know who you are. I bet they're already following you. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) For sure. I'm so excited to get this out and share it. I am so excited to be on this podcast. Thank you guys so much again for asking me. Oh, of course. Thank you for being such a great guest. Yeah. Have you ever watched a futuristic sci-fi movie and wondered, but wait, could any of this really happen? And will I live long enough to see it? That's what our show Hypothetical is about. I'm Carrie Bechet, and on this podcast, we ask what-if questions about the future. Like, what if we could read minds? What if the world's digital data was erased all at once? What would happen if the Yellowstone supervolcano erupted? Then we explore that question two ways, through speculative science fiction and through dialogue with brilliant scientists. The result is a genre-bending narrative that's interwoven with real facts provided by literal geniuses. And, spoiler alert, a lot of the science fiction out there, it's not nearly as far-fetched as you might think. Come time travel with me into the future on Hypothetical. New episodes on Tuesdays available on all your favorite podcast apps. Just search hypothetical. That's H Y P E R T H E T I C A L.